Welcome. This is Tim Michon with the voice of Cat Nathaniel. You know, in Acts 19 is a story that in some ways I find a little humorous, but in other ways it's kind of sobering. It takes place while Paul was on his third missionary journey and spent an extended amount of time in the city of Ephesus. God had blessed Paul's ministry in many different ways. One of the things God did was empower Paul to do all sorts of miracles. These miracles helped to authenticate the gospel message Paul was preaching. It was said that even a handkerchief or an apron that touched Paul's body would be taken to the sick, and once they came in contact with that same piece of material, they'd be healed. Like with everything, there were those who wanted to be like Paul. They wanted the notoriety. They wanted their names spread all over the place. They'd be like this great apostle. Many of these were Jews who traveled from place to place practicing sorcery, and they would try and cast out demons in the name of Jesus who Paul preached. Now, one set of Jews were called the seven sons of Sceva. These seven men would go around trying to exorcise demons, and it just so happened that one day seven men met a demon-possessed man. Now, seven sons decided to call a demon out of this man in the name of Jesus that Paul preached. But instead of coming out, the demon spoke to the man and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? A demon-possessed man then overpowered the seven, and the men fled out of the house naked and wounded. The news of what happened spread quickly around Ephesus, and fear fell over many. What takes place after this is really interesting. In Acts 19, verses 18-20, it says this, So many of those who were now believers, confessing and divulging their practices, and none of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found it to come to 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. There are many who practiced the magic arts in one form or another, and chances are not everybody knew who did what. But after this incident, people came out and publicly burned their books on magic. We don't know exactly how many books there were, or what the worth of that 50,000 pieces of silver was at the time. But no matter how you look at it, it adds up to an awful lot of money and an awful lot of books. The most interesting thing I find here is in verse 20 where it says, So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. What we see happening here is a revival. Many people are turning away from their sin and turning towards Jesus. When this happens, Satan was dealt a serious blow, and this greatly hampers his ability to interfere with the spread of the gospel in that region. If you read a little further in the passage, you'll find that the gospel message not only impacted Ephesus, but impacted all of Asia as well. Now, anytime we let Satan have a stronghold in our lives, we're seriously hampering God's ability to use us. When Satan is pushed out of the way and we get rid of all those things that separate us from the will of God, then all of a sudden God's able to work through us mightily. As the people of Ephesus got away from their sinful practices, the word of the Lord continued to increase. There are many things in life that creep into our households. We don't think much about them. But as the world changes around us, sometimes we're unaware, or just become numb to what's happening. It's imperative, though, that we look at our lives open and honestly. And we ask God to help us recognize and get rid of the things that shouldn't be there. But we need to be willing to let go of those things once we find them. Too many times there's little pleasures in life that we hang on to, or there are those not-so-pleasant grudges 
that we can't let go of. Anything we allow to come between us and God needs to be taken care of. Anytime we give Satan an opportunity to draw us away from God, he'll take advantage of the opportunity. When the Ephesians' eyes were opened by what happened to the sons of Sceva, they suddenly recognized that the path they were on was leading in the same direction as the men who were pummeled by a demon-possessed man. They suddenly started to understand the authority with which Paul spoke and where his authority came from. We may not have Paul standing in front of us. We all can hold God's word in our hand. God's word lays out his plan for salvation, how believers should treat one another, and how believers should treat their enemies. It warns us of Satan's tricks and tells us to give no opportunity to the devil. Now, God's word has all the information we need to live the life God has for us. But we need to take and kick Satan out of the way and hold and give ourselves to God so he can do mighty works through us.